Welcome to the Leader Manager Coach Podcast, your weekly podcast where we take a deep dive examining knowledge, philosophies, wisdom and insights to help you to lead, manage and coach in football, sports and life. Leader Manager Coach is presented by Rob Riles. Rob is a qualified coach with a League Managers Association qualification and a science and medicine background. He has worked in the football industry in Europe, USA and Africa at international, premiership, league, non-league and grassroots levels with World Cup and European Championship experience. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Leader Manager Coach podcast. Welcome if it's your first time. Welcome if you're a regular listener. It's great to have you with us. Today on the podcast, I'm going to talk about a myriad of things. I'm going to talk about quite a few things, hopefully. In fact, I'm not actually sure where I should start. There's been that many things I wanted to talk about on the podcast this week. It may be that we spill over into another episode. But what I wanted to start talking about this week was inspired by a conversation by another podcast, actually. I heard between somebody I admire a great deal, somebody who I've got a great deal of respect for and somebody who did inspire me to start this podcast and that's a gentleman called Rob Moore who has a podcast called The Disruptive Entrepreneur. He is a very successful businessman. He also has another podcast called Money and um, on his Disruptive Entrepreneur podcast he interviewed an American guy called Ed Milet. Now I'd never heard of Ed, Ed before but what Ed was talking about really hit me and I sat down and I don't always do this, but got my notepad out, got my paper out and um, got my pen and, and actually made some notes on what this guy was saying. It wasn't stuff that I hadn't heard before. It was just it said it in a different way. And how many of you recognize or how many of us recognize that sometimes we're in a space to hear something and sometimes we're not. And then we hear something again later on and we think, wow, that's amazing. That guy's changed. Well, if it's a book we've picked up and we read the book for the second time, then it's us who's changed, not not the author. And um, I certainly recognise that. And one of the things that Ed was talking about and Rob Moore talked about was nuances. And the reason they got onto this subject was because there are so many dichotomies in life, aren't there? There are so many situations in life where there isn't always a right answer and sometimes the answers appear to be one thing or the other. And, and the example that they were talking about, which is very relevant to achievement, it's very relevant to success, it's very relevant to creation, is do you take it all upon yourself? Do you work, and let's use a phrase, work like a dog, and you do it incessantly and continuously, and you hassle and you grind and you push and you work and you beaver away until you get the result or do you let it all happen as the universe wants it to happen so you let go so you relieve yourself of all that stress and you just allow it to happen there are actually two schools of thought if you take the time to look into that and I'm certain we all come to our own personal individual decision about which philosophy is correct and sometimes one is correct in one situation, sometimes one is seems to be correct in another situation, or sometimes it's a, it's a balance between the two. And from this humble 
standpoint of one or two years on this planet. And I, I, I kind of think that it's a balance between the two. I'm certainly not at that point whereby I can decide to do something and go out and, and work like crazy towards it. And it automatically happens as a result. Sometimes those results have come when I've worked and actually it wasn't getting me where I thought it was and I stopped doing it and lo and behold, it did appear. Now, was it related to the fact that I'd done the work and if I hadn't done the work, would it, would it not have appeared? Who knows? But there's also the school of thought that says, you know, we have to have an idea and then we just let it go and it will start to manifest and create itself. Well, they are two different schools of thought and they are an example of this dichotomous situation that I'm talking about. And often in this kind of wisdom there, as Rob Moore was talking about there and Ed Milet was talking about, there are these nuances where the meaning that the giver of the information, the meaning that the author or the speaker is giving it is hidden slightly and it's not hidden slightly consciously, it just is in the detail and it is in the practicality and until you try it, until you have an experience of it, until it is something that you emotionally get involved in, then the nuances of it don't always become apparent and sometimes the absolute truth is in those nuances. And a couple of examples that Ed came up with, which really hit me really strongly, were the nuance that you can just change one word in a sentence and it will totally transform what that sentence means. And if that sentence is anything to do with your own personal philosophy or one of your epithets or your mindset, it can have the power to totally transform your life. And the one he talked about was that you can change from everything happens to you and change that to everything happens for you. So you change it from everything happens to you to everything happens for you. It's changing a two-letter word to a three-letter word. But the meaning is totally different. And if we have the philosophy or the belief that everything happens to us, we can or could tend to be a victim and we could tend to feel that we are powerless and the universe, the world, society, our job, our boss, our friends, our husband, our wife, the drivers on the road, whatever it is, are in control and we respond or react to them because it is happening to us. Now, if we change that thought process to one and we tweak it so that it now becomes everything happens for us, what does that mean? It means that there is something in that. If it happens for you, it is a supportive thing. It is something of value because if somebody does something for you, they generally do something which is of benefit. So it by definition now, we can say that there is a benefit in this thing that's happened. And that reminded me of a phrase that I heard many, many years ago. And I loved it. But I thought, hmm, not so sure about that one. And that is, in every happenstance, in every circumstance, in every incident or event, or in every tragedy, if you want to look at it like that, is the seed of an equivalent or greater benefit. So in no matter what happens to us, that philosophy is everything happens for you is the seed 
of an equivalent or a greater benefit. If you take that seed and allow it to germinate, and when we talk about germinate, we mean in our own minds, it can then grow into a thought process that is a positive one. So that's a nuance or what I consider to be a nuance. Another one that really hit me was about belief. And this is related to our self-image. It's related to what we believe about ourselves and it's related to our character. And it's so powerful. I'm probably going to do another podcast on this because this is such a such a powerful life-changing thing. Because what he talked about was persuasion and belief and how this relates to leader manager coach is that when I look back at some of the greats and I'm sure if you do the same in your life in your area in your sphere and look back at some of the influential people the persuaders the influencers the greats they will be masters of persuasion no doubt no doubt they will be master salesmen saleswomen masses of persuasion in however they do it and the other thing that you will probably find is that they are absolutely almost 100% believers in what they do and in themselves they totally and utterly believe in what they're doing that is how it appears to you as the bystander as the observer And what Ed was saying was, and this is powerful and it's a nuance, is that you don't have to get people to believe you. Because often, how many times in our life, how many times in your life do you try, do you try or attempt, and you may find an example of this straight away come to your mind, do you attempt to get somebody to believe what it is you are saying? You might raise your voice, you might determine the situation by pulling rank if you like or bringing on your authority you might be a parent or a child you know so so there's lots of different ways that the outcome plays out but we spend time in our lives trying to get people to believe and he said it's not about getting people to believe we need to change that and the nuance is it's moving from getting people to believe to getting people to believe that you believe so it's going from getting people to believe a situation to getting people to believe that you believe and two of my or the greatest mentor that inspired me to start off this journey was was the great bill shankley and it doesn't matter who you listen to about shanks every single person will tell you that he he had this indomitable belief He had this rhetoric and this unchangeable, imperturbable belief in him, in football, in his upbringing, in his philosophy, in his players, in his supporters, in his club, whatever he was doing, he had this belief. And actually, you didn't have to believe him about whether his supporters were this or that or his players were this or that, you just knew that he believed. So he got you to believe that he believed and that's all that mattered. And that's what people need. I've heard people who played for Brian Clough, the successful Brian Clough, 
who said, McCluffy just totally and utterly believed. And the situation is that whether he was right or wrong, his belief was unfounded or not. You believed that he believed. And because you believed that he believed, job done. So that nuance is maybe we should stop trying to get people to believe. And if we just become more integral and more authentic and closer to who we really are, then people will have to believe that we believe because when you are who you really are, then people cannot fail because you cannot be deterred when you are what you really are, which, you know, there are a couple of nuances there, but actually they're almighty, almighty nuances that are so powerful if you just take them on board. The other one that he mentioned, which is again, was a really powerful nuance. And for any of you out there who are on this journey, who are on your journey, who are doing what you do, whether that's business, whether that's sport, whether that's family, whether it's a mixture of all three, whatever it is you are doing. If you're a worker, you're a grafter, you know, you're out there, you're putting the hours in, you're pretty incessant, you, you know, you're going above and beyond and you're going the extra mile. And I recognize this, that I used to go the extra mile, an extra mile, an extra mile, an extra mile, and then be miserable and worn out and think one day, one day, it's all going to be great. When I get there, when I get here, when I get there, when I get this, when I achieve that, when this happens, everything will be cool. And you know what? Maybe got there, maybe didn't, but it never was. I was on to the next thing. And it was like that cycle of the hamster on the wheel just kept going and going and going and going and going and going and never get off or get off for a very brief period and jump straight back on and frightened of getting off the wheel and actually never being satisfied never enjoying the moment not enjoying smelling the roses and letting things pass you by don't know how many people recognize that i came late to the party if you like i don't don't know maybe maybe recognizing that at any point in life is not coming late to the party but that's something a few years ago that life life taught me fortunately and it's still a battle for me it's still something that's not easy for me to do to deal with that anxiety of not doing something that's a personal thing of not of not of being anxious when i'm not physically doing something because part of the mindset that I've been brought up with is, you know, you work, 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 work. When actually it's about the balance and the nuance that he talked about, that Ed Milet talked about was blissful dissatisfaction. Blissful dissatisfaction. They don't seem to go together, do they? Okay, so you can go back to that dissatisfied state of mind where you work, 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 tired, 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 tired. Graft, 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 discomfort, 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 all in the pursuit of a goal. I'll be happy when I get there. Or you can get into that blissful, happy, in the moment, present, peaceful state. Sounds great, doesn't it? But we can aim for that and be dissatisfied with that dissatisfaction driving us on. And at the same time, we can enjoy smelling the roses we can enjoy our families, we can enjoy our relationships, take time, have a coffee, whatever it is for you. But actually, it's a nuance, but it's powerful, powerful, powerful. So just maybe that'll just sit with you and, and you can and you can take a few things on board. They, they, that, they hit me really hard and I just really wanted to, to share them. 
And the other thing that Ed Milet talked about, and it's so worth sharing, and if you, and if you, you know, you want to listen to the whole, the whole episode, the whole podcast, go to the Disruptive Entrepreneur Podcasts and uh, search out Ed Milet, um, extremely wealthy man, really, 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 really well worth a listen. The other thing he talked about, which was related to a podcast I've just done, was the greatest lesson his dad ever taught him. And the greatest lesson he said that he'd ever been taught in his life was from his dad. And he said, I bet my dad's told me this thousands, literally thousands of times. And Robin said, so what's that then, Ed? And he said, no matter what, no matter what the consequences, tell the truth. Powerful stuff. No matter what the consequences, tell the truth. Because the truth is the truth is the truth, no matter what. Yeah, but what about the consequences? It doesn't matter about the consequences. The truth is the truth. Now, I'm not saying one way or the other. I believe in truth. And am I totally 100% truthful all the time? I aim to be. Am I? Probably not. No. But I aim to get better and better and better every single day and work towards that. Because I think that's one of the key fundamentals of life, being truthful and being honest, particularly with yourself. And he talked about that. And I think he went on to talk about that particular thing about being truthful and honest with yourself because that's where it starts isn't it if we if we aren't truthful or honest with ourselves if we cannot trust ourselves then we're probably not going to trust anybody else you know and that might just go back in terms of your own success or your achievement about doing the necessary tasks doing the necessary things that you set yourself those goals to do because if you Say, right, I'm going to achieve it. I'm ain't going to aim at doing X, Y, Z. The process is A, B, C. So I'm going to do A, I'm going to do B, and I'm going to do C, and I'm going to do them every day. Now, if you can learn to trust yourself that no matter what, you do A, tick it off. You do B, tick it off. You do C, you tick it off. And then you go and do whatever else comes along. You will learn to trust yourself. And once you learn to trust yourself, then... Ed Milet says that things start to happen. And I kind of fundamentally agree with that. And that's about integrity. And um, yeah, some powerful lessons in that. The other thing that I wanted to talk about, the other learning experience this week was, um, it's, it's another phrase. And the phrase is mensana incorporisano. Sounds great, doesn't it? Sounds like I'm really educated. Well, let me tell you that I've practiced that a thousand times. Mensana incorporisano. And I believe it's the phrase that the Royal Marines use. It's possibly been used by many, many organizations before that, or certainly a number of them. And it means healthy mind, healthy body. Healthy mind, healthy body. So in actual fact, what does it really mean? Well, it really means that the two are interlinked. They are interconnected. One is linked to the other one is reliant on the other to a degree which is more powerful who knows but they are linked to each other so the healthier you are in each of those the more of a rounded in inverted commas likely successful individual you will be so if you are not looking after your body as well as it can be looked after and this takes no account of our genetics no account of physical frailties that we have, no account of psychological frailties that we have, the things that come across our path. This is not what this subject is about. It's about the situation that you are in, taking on board, amor fati, taking on board what is, what is. Whatever it is, that's it. You take it on board and you start from there. But you can have 
an attitude of mensana incorporisano, a healthy mind and a healthy body. At the same time, it's linked to the stuff in, in football coaching that Dan Abrahams talks about. Because Dan Abrahams is an eminent sports psychologist and he is talking all the time in coaching about making your coaching not so much technical, not so much tactical, but psychological and social. He's not saying ignore the technical and tactical. He's talking about upping the social and the psychological because that's been the part that's probably been left behind a little bit. And the mensana incorporisano means pay attention to both sides. Pay attention to how you feel. Pay attention to your emotions. Pay attention to your psychological state. How you think, how you feel. Are you mentally rested? Are you mentally worn out? Are you running at a thousand miles an hour in your head? Have you got overload? Do you feel overwhelmed? Do you need rest? Do you need recovery? Do you need recuperation? And those apply to the physical aspect as well as the psychological or the mental aspect. Because if you are in absolute peak physical shape, but psychologically you are all over the place, then your outcomes will not be great. I remember Roy Keane talking about an FA Cup final when he lost and he said, yes, I was in fantastic physical shape. He said, but I was absolutely mentally frazzled by getting involved in trivialities around the event, things like getting tickets for family and friends and worrying and about things like that, about trivialities that were absolutely going to do nothing positive towards the outcome of a victory. That's an example. And there'll be hundreds and thousands of other examples. But the lesson, and the lesson's been there for me this week in doing some preparations for a work trip to Bangladesh. Mensana incorporisano. It's focused my mind on getting myself into the best physical condition that I can get myself. Because when I'm over there, I'm going into, into relatively unknown territory. I won't have access to the stuff I'm familiar with right now. So it's even more acutely important that I, I get to that state where I'm in that best physical shape so I can go over there and, and my health is a vehicle. Our health is a vehicle. Your body is a vehicle. It's a, it's a health, mental and physical is a vehicle to travel the world of, of what we do. We you know whether you work across the world or you work in your own town or country, it doesn't matter. But your your body, your mind, they are there is a vehicle and the better shape that vehicle's in, then you know the better chance you've got of doing okay. And uh, that's what I've been trying to do. And it's brought me to that state of mind to think, it is all about that balance. It's all about that balance. So, you know, take out of that what you will. And those really have been the key learning experiences from, from this week. And just to review them, maybe have a little bit of a, a mindset that's not so black and white, because that's what we talked about with the nuances, isn't it? The nuances. So, you know, everything happens for you, not to you. All you need to do is get people to believe that you believe. You don't have to get people to believe. You just have to get people to believe that you believe. And can we move towards that blissful dissatisfaction rather than being that out and out, unhappy, miserable grinder like I used to be? Can we move towards that integrity of telling the truth no matter what the consequences? And can we have that attitude of mensana, uncorporisano? to have that balance and recognize within ourselves that because our, our health, our mental and, and physical health is a vehicle, can we have that healthy balance and recognition that it's both of them that are important. So there we go. That's it. That's for the podcast this week. 
I hope that's helped. I hope there's been some stimulating thought processes in there. If there's anything you want to chat about, you want to let me know, catch me on LinkedIn, catch me on Facebook, or it's at www.robberisles.co.uk. Always appreciate you listening. And, um, you know, hope you got something out of it. All right. Catch you later. Bye-bye.